Welcome to This is what we've been talking about! <laughs> what? I don't know, man. It's like, we gotta bark at this. Ow! Come on now. Thanksgiving, all sorts of turkey and food, appetizers, drinks, time off from work, cranberries, cranberries, cranberries. <laughs> yeah. All right, so is it is it out of the can? The absolute jelly cranberries out of the can. Listen, man, I'm gonna tell you something right now. I'm gonna piss a lot of people off. Yeah, let's piss them off. It's, it's jelly. Cranberry in a can, baby. It's good, man. It's hard to argue against that. Why would you eat a whole cranberry? So we had both because some yeah. of our guests, one of our, so we have family come up and right. you know, they, what's cool about that is even though we host, the family that comes up does a large portion of the meal. So it's, mm. so yes, we're hosting, but we're not also not like responsible for the entire meal. It's like a potluck thing. Yeah. And so that's really awesome, actually, because then you don't yeah. feel like overwhelmed and everybody just kind right. of kicks in and helps. Well, right. So some of our family that comes likes to do like actual cranberry sauce with whole cranberry. And let me tell you what. Good. It's, it's wonderful. It's good. I like there, it. But I, I there, don't know if it's worth the effort. Okay. When we're talking about – okay. When, when, <laughs> okay. Uh, there's no no uh, there's no questioning that making a Thanksgiving feast yeah is a, a day long process just the turkey itself all day all day like smoking it uh, oven baking day, it, whatever frying uh, whatever. it whatever. doesn't matter it's it's time consuming yeah so when you're talking about like making homemade mashed potatoes which isn't a big deal but but put it in to uh, you know, to perspective with, yeah. with all the rest of the stuff. I know. Like I'd rather just buy the Bob Evans. I know, which is incredible mashed potatoes. In fact, I'm not sure you can make it better homemade than the Bob Evans like <laughs> container. But anyways, <laughs> so, we homemade, yeah. we, you know, my, my, my brother-in-law actually, he's, he's like a gifted, chef will say that's not his like career but he's a gifted chef and he you know took the whole potatoes and you know mashed them all up and added a bunch of ingredients and they were fantastic amazing i don't know if they were better than bob evans yeah but like you said like take into consideration the time and effort that it takes to do that when yeah. you could just you know, take off the plastic, rip the plastic off, like take a, take a, you know, spoon and spoon them into a, a pan to warm them up for five minutes versus it's like, 45 minutes to an hour of mashing things and adding ingredients. Right. Yeah. You got to wait. You're, you're, um, you know, messing up all kinds of pots and spoons. Oh, the you wash a them. Yeah. <laughs> the kitchen's a freaking atomic bomb zone. Did he mash them by hand or did he use a blender? Because I use a blender, dude. Blender, yeah, yeah, or a mixer or whatever. The handheld, yeah. I can't. I'm not. I'm not sure for that particular part of the meal he used a handheld or he used like a a regular <laughs> mixer. But um, yeah, but, it was but that was handmade. Going and and they're good. You're right. They're so really good. really good. They're really good. But bang for the buck, man. Bob Evans in the tub. And there's this and like the weird, like there's this weird, I don't even know what to call it. Is it a feeling? Is it a philosophy? What is it where like, oh my gosh, it's, it doesn't really count. And you're cheating if you're not, if, if you're using yeah. like store-bought already made stuff versus homemade. I'm thinking, <laughs> I think that some of that is stupidity, <laughs> right? I mean, there's gotta be some room for saying, this is just as good, and it's like I'm warming it up. Yeah. I mean, okay, there is something to be said about making food, right? You know, making the a process, dish. Everything. Process yes. of it. It's, it's kind of a communal thing, right? Communal. It's enjoyable. It's, right. a fa it's a family time. It's bonding time. I get all that, and that's all important. It is. Right. And and, and there is effort. There is love in the effort, right? So. Yes. So there, there is something to be said about that. But yep. when we're talking about, I'm hungry. 
<laughs> no, no. And let's face it, when you have leftovers for a week, are you going to notice the difference between the Bob Evans mash and like the homemade? And I'm going to tell no. you right. I'm going to tell you something right now. The Bob Evans mash is way better. It's better on leftovers. Way better. Listen, all you listeners, all three of you, you know. <laughs> let me just tell you right now. Your grandma cannot beat Bob Evans. She can't. She can't beat it. She might equal it, but she ain't going to beat it. And you think your grandma can? You're wrong. I'm going to tell you, your grandma gets A for effort. But yeah. like B plus, B plus for, for taste, for taste and result. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that's horrible. That's horrible. It's that's truth, horrible. though. What do we do on this podcast? We spit truth, man. It's truth. <laughs> but we we started off talking about cranberry sauce, and let yeah. me tell you something. I don't. I've never made cranberry sauce. I've never bought cranberries, like whole cranberries or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, and I've never tried to make it, <clears throat> and I feel like that's. That's even more effort than the mashed potatoes. I think it is. I don't know though. Like the way our or something. It was I don't know. It was yeah. I don't know because I didn't watch it. I was smoking the turkey, but like (laughs) it was whole cranberries. The problem with it was it was kind of like watery, juicy. Mm, Okay, yeah, which is fine. But you put it on your plate and just leaks all over everything, and then you're just kind of like eating like the whole cranberries, which taste fantastic. Fantastic. It's amazing. And I'm yeah. sure are more healthy than that jelly stuff that you're That's eating. Way better. That can't it's be, be way better you. for us. Yeah. But I mean, at the same time, like you said, it's all about effort versus like what you get out of it. You know, you yeah. have to weigh these things. And I think right. the effort level is high and the, the result level is good, but is it better than the jellied stuff that you literally use a can opener to open and just sh- like shake it onto a plate or a bowl? And I love when it comes out. It's like, yeah, the noise it makes. It's always a whole, like, I don't know if this is telling about what is in the ingredients, but the thing doesn't break in half. It's a whole can of jellied cranberry sitting there looking like a can. <laughs> and, and I love like slicing it. You slice it into like, yeah, like you're slicing it like a meatloaf, like a cat scan cross sections. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's wonderful, isn't it? Yeah, man. But I, I will buy cranberry jellied. Cra- all right, here. All right, I'll tell you what. We had Thanksgiving here, and I was like, "Man, we get we need cranberry sauce." And so I went out to the to the store, and it was either the day before Thanksgiving or the Thanksgiving morning. Can you imagine that? <laughs> and I went there. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh my God, we need that. So I went out there. It was like 10 o'clock in the morning. It wasn't too bad, but I went to the cranberry sauce aisle and they, they had maybe four cans left of the jellied and they had, so is this the jellied like, cause there's jellied and then there's jellied that has like some like bits and pieces or like whole, you know, No, this is straight up all jellied. (laughs) Yeah, that's what, that's what that's the best stuff, <laughs> and, and that that tells you everything you need to know that it was almost sold out. And f- you know the the uh, whatever the brand was, they had the other cans of full cranberry, you know, whole cranberry cranberry sauce. Yeah, not one was sold. It looked like. <laughs> Well, that's the that's the only study we need to perform here. That's a peer-reviewed article study of like it's completely full of the whole whole cranberry and yes, absolutely almost sold out of the jellied. Yeah, how much more do you need to know? Anecdotal? I don't think so. I think it's nope. peer-reviewed. There you go. It's yeah. peer-reviewed by James and Allen. I think it's double blind. <laughs> Double blinded, placebo controlled. <laughs> well, the consensus is in. It's jellied cranberry sauce, hands down. It's and none, bo- of, and none of your opinions matter besides James and Allen, anyways. <laughs> it's Bob Evans mashed potatoes. Yeah, canned corn, sweet corn, canned corn. Yep. All right. Now the other things. All right, go ahead. Here's go ahead. the next thing. What about stuffing? I know you're a big stovetop guy, man. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. I'll tell you this. It is 
really hard my to beat. Mother, my mother-in-law's stuffing is better than stovetop, man. All right. All right. You it's know what? I, I just went yesterday to my girl's uh, parents' house for yep. a couple hours. Yep. And they, uh, her mom made some homemade stuffing. It was pretty damn good. I got to say. Better than stovetop? I, I think I could take either one. Oh! So it yeah. is like 50-50 equal. Yeah, but where I'm talking about bang for the buck, boil yeah. some water, throw in butter, throw in the stuff, and then walk away for five minutes. Come on, it's man. It's as good. That's the yeah. thing. Yes. There's yeah. a lot of things that come out of cans and boxes that aren't as good. Macaroni, oh, sure. and, che- macaroni and cheese is never pretty good, good, but it's but nowhere never. near, right? No, no. But stuffing, whew, Stuffing, mashed potatoes, cranberry sauce. Yeah. So you, you want most of the meal there, and the turkey's easy. You freaking, you know, you you rub it down with some rub. You know, maybe stuff the breasts with some butter and garlic or whatever, and throw it on a smoker. Throw it in your oven, however you want to cook it. That you know, it's got to cook for somewhere around four hours or or more. You know, and and the rest of it is just like super easy. I think we make more out of this than we need to. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Uh, do you, when you get the turkey out and it's in the sink and you're doing whatever to it and you're taking out the guts like this and all is that. before cooking then? Yeah, before cooking yeah, it. Okay, before right. you rub it. Oh. Do, you smack, do you smack it a little oh, bit? Oh, a couple times. Easy. That's after I've pulled the neck out and pretended it was like, you know, my yeah, thing because it's way bigger than my thing, <laughs> you know, and, and you're, you, you know, you turn and look right. at your wife and she just shakes her head. But also besides shaking their head, they kind of, their eyes kind of like, like, like what's, what's like, that all about? Dang, what is that? Wow. Never seen that before. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but that, uh, all right. So this year, and I think I'm going to do this from now on. Okay. James. All Let's right. So, all right. Friend of mine from work, uh, he knows a guy who owns a turkey farm. And I think I told you this. Yeah, you maybe told I didn't me about this. Okay. So, and they, they sold like 2,000 turkeys on Monday, 2,000 or something. That's like that. insane. Something crazy. And that's but, like, that's like a small, that's like a small business kind of, right? Like huge. the amount of turkeys that were. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. Consumed, I guess. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh my gosh. Well, uh, you know, some of it is like towards, you know, restaurants and things like that, but sure. a lot of it around Thanksgiving is to indiv- individual people. So, right. you know, they're, they're buying one, maybe two turkeys, that kind of thing. Right. Anyway, I, I told my buddy, I was like, I'm, I'm going to do a turkey breast this time because yeah. it's just my two little kids and and maybe my older son and then just me and my girl. So there's not a lot of turkey that need to be eaten. Yeah. And uh, so, so much of it's a waste anyways. You're mostly eating the breast. I mean. Exactly. Exactly. So I told him that and and he, w- he went and got a turkey breast from this farm, literally was was killed two days before you got it. And I cooked it up. And it was amazing, dude. It yeah. was, I, you know, all turkey is really good. Well, it's but, funny. Yeah, because, like, every time we eat or do some sort of a tur- turkey cook, right, like, whether it's, you know, just a breast or whether it's the whole turkey or whether it's smoking, baking, whatever, I'm like, why do we only do this at Thanksgiving or holidays? Why aren't we doing this, like, once a month? Once a once month. A month. <laughs> I mean <laughs> – why not do this more often? It tastes incredible. Yeah. It's pretty good for you, all things considered. Right. And it's easy to do. It's fun to do. And it it's just it's I don't understand why we only do it this time of year. Especially when you factor in Bob Evans and <laughs> stovetop. Then all you gotta do is worry about a turkey breast. It takes three hours in the oven. It's yeah, easy. You just or the slap smoker. It in there and you're done. Yeah, you're slapping. You're slapping that thing. Slap it. You got to slap it at least a few times. And you got to look at your wife when you do it. You oh, know, just, yeah. Just slap well, it while you're The best part is when you like cut a piece away of the skin and you get your hands in between the skin Ooh, and the breast. Yeah. And you yes. feel like you're back in the emergency room, you know, doing some sort of gynecological exam because you're like, <laughs> you're like elbow deep in this turkey breast. You know, it's just nuts. 
<laughs> yeah, and then you're smearing butter and your hand comes out and it's all covered in goo. Butter and goo. <laughs> but anyway, so we made this turkey breast. And I think, dude, I'm, I, I, I'm going to tell you something right now. I think from now on, from yeah. now on, I'm only going to cook a turkey breast. Yeah. It makes no sense to tur- uh, to cook a whole turkey for me anymore. I don't well, know. So who's I, eating the leg? I know not a lot of people do. And so we did, we had like 13 or 14 people and we did two turkeys, but we did like smaller ones, like maybe like 15 pound turkeys. Okay. So we did like two 15 pound turkeys. And then I don't know how many pounds the ham was, but it basically filled our whole crock pot up. So it was a decent size ham, but you know, okay, most people only ate the breast meat. Right. But I, like, when it was all said and done, I, I was taking meat off, you know, the legs, off every part I could get just to kind of, like, if it's good meat, I was trying to salvage it and, you know, have it for sandwiches or soup or whatever later. But I don't know if you remember. I don't know if I sent you any pictures. I think I did. Of when we yeah. smoked the two turkey breasts, like, oh yeah, before. Yeah. They turned out incredible. The problem was I went for Thanksgiving and tried to get those turkey breasts. And by the time I went to get those, the only breasts that were available were tiny. They were tiny. Mm, I would have had to, yeah. I would have had to cook like six of them to really make up what like two yeah. real turkeys would actually give you. Yeah. And so that's kind of the other thing you run into, but you're getting it from some, a turkey farm. So that's a totally different situation. Well, that was a complete surprise. The other turkey breast that, uh, that my girl got was, uh, smaller i cooked it today actually because she took it out of the freezer and defrosted it yeah and then my buddy surprised me with that other breast so i was like well i'm gonna cook that one now yeah and i cooked the other one today so uh because it was thawed you know right but it was definitely smaller It, it took maybe two hours cooking that was it. Well, that's the other thing, right? Like if it's smaller, the time to cook it is less. And then it's hard to time all these things right. I know. You know. Because things get done sooner and the other things aren't done. And you don't really know what the timing is going to be ahead of time based on the weight. I mean, there's certain formulas and stuff you can use, but it just never seems to line up right. Dude, imagine being out. <clears throat> where. <laughs> We're, we gotta, we gotta, we have to hunt for our turkey. Okay? okay. Just imagine me and you, we're out and we're starving. It's Thanksgiving or anytime. And we gotta, we gotta, we gotta bag a turkey, right? So we got spear one of them. I'd love to throw a spear through one of those. Okay. Well, let's just say that we got guns even. All right. And, um, but you can't, you can't shoot this thing in the, in the body. You got to shoot his head. Do you well, know that head I is like turkey bouncing shooting. around? Yeah, I think, lot, I think a lot of turkey hunting is done with like a birdshot type shotgun. So you have the problem with that is it's all these tiny pellets that spray out, right? Right, right. So because there's no way you're going to hit that tiny head with like one and it's bobbing shell and it's bobbing around. Nah, you're never going to hit that. So <laughs> you shoot these, th- and you don't want to shoot the body with like. A, a large a round, a large caliber, you know, or a slug of a, you know, it would destroy any meat you could eat or even like an AR round, like a five, five, six, two, two, three, something like that. It's right. going to like, it's going to ruin a lot of the meat. So you have to shoot it with like, almost like a bird shot, all these little tiny pellets. Then you got to find out. You got to pick those out, man. I, it's funny. I remember my dad went pheasant pheasant hunting one time and you know they had this bird dog that would like it was so cool he would like (laughs) run into like the brush and the pheasants would get scared by the bird dog they'd like fly up in the air you'd shoot them with bird shot they'd fall down and then the dog would go retrieve them it was some sort of a retriever dog okay bring them back to you in his mouth that's crazy dude i know I only, I've only seen that in cartoons. <laughs> no, it's real life. I was on this hunt with my dad. I was probably seven years old. <laughs> okay. My dad's doing that. Long That's cool. Long story short, when you, you know, when you take the birds back and you get them ready to prepare them to cook, there's all sorts of little tiny, like basically BB size yeah. you know, pellets <laughs> that you have to pick out of the meat. Mm. After you cook it or like... <laughs> Yeah, I guess when you slice it up, right? 
Yeah, or before. I mean, if you can see them, you know, a lot of times you can see like where the where the pellet, you know, the BB kind of entered the meat, and you can kind of dig around, make sure it's like empty. You know that that area is empty. But I mean, I, I feel like even after we cooked it and we like tried to take all those away, that we <laughs> that you know you were biting into meat, and you every oh. once in a while you got a BB in there, you kind of had to like spit it out, <laughs> like. Seeds of the watermelon. Yeah, that's why getting it from like a turkey farm where they basically just, you know, chop their heads chop off. Their heads off, and there's no gun involved. It's way easier. Yeah, but if we're living in the woods, sure, I, I'm shooting it with whatever I got. Mm-hmm. I don't care, and I'll eat half a breast because I'm starving, dude. Yeah, you don't care. Yeah, and you're not going to have leftovers. Where are you going to put it? (laughs) Well, if you're living in the wild, you got like 12 kids anyways. So, you you know, there is no leftovers. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. You got to, you imagine you got to shoot a turkey a day to survive. Dude, we'd be dead like six years ago. It's so different now, man. Like, yes, it is. And, you know, this is a man's podcast. We talk about, listen, let's be manly men, provide <laughs> for our families. But some of that is different nowadays because in the culture we live in, it's not necessary for us to go out and hunt, which in some ways has caused us to be, I don't know, how would you word it? Less prepared, less less skilled, more soft. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's true though. Even, even the most manly of men uh, are not as manly as, you know, somebody that lived in the 1800s or you know, even 50 years ago. Yeah. 1970s, you know, I mean, I just think about, there's a few guys I know that are still like hunters, gatherers. I mean, right. do they buy food at the supermarket? Yes. But they also are shooting all sorts of deer, turkeys, pheasant, wild stuff. They're skinning them. They're using the meat. They're, you know, they're doing, they're teaching their kids all sorts of survival skills and all those kinds of things. It's still out there, but it is by far like a small, a small proportion of, of humanity. Have you ever, have, have you ever been deer hunting? Yep. Okay. So uh, the way that I think about it, because I haven't, believe it or not, but not that I'm against it because I'm, I would totally do it, but I have no, no idea what to do and I did it with or where father. to go. Yeah. Yeah. So the idea of going out in the woods in like whatever, November, yeah. all right, and shooting a deer, which is fine. Like I, I'm, I don't care. Like I'm shooting it and we're going to have meat as cool. Yep. But, and you're controlling the population, all that stuff. Yep. But the idea of shooting it and then dragging it all the way back to your car and then somehow getting it to a butcher and, and all that stuff, that seems like way, I might as well just get the Bob Evans mashed potatoes. <laughs> the Bob Evans venison. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. A lot of guys field, you know, field strip these things. You know, they yeah. they cut out all the like organs, guts and all that. So f- for a couple of reasons. One, it, it, it's it lighter. Keeps, it's lighter. Definitely number one is probably lighter. But mm. number two, like it it preserves the meat better and it's just mm. easier to maneuver. So you drag it out of the woods, take it to a butcher because they're the ones that are going to cut the meat the right way. Now there are people that do it themselves that that have done it long enough, know how to do it. And mm. cut their own meat, but you got to have a pretty good operation to do that, you know, because you want to. Yeah, like, you got to have space, and you got to hang it, and all that space, stuff. Hang right? it, yeah. Let it dry out a little bit, and then you want to like you want to package this meat to save and freeze. So right. you have to have the right tools and, and instruments to do that kind of a thing. Yeah, that's something that I definitely don't know how to do i would like to kind of know how to do that actually that'd be kind of fun but you know if if it came down to it and and i had to shoot a deer to survive i'd figure it out figure it out survival the fittest man we'll absolutely i would figure it out those beta males ain't figuring it out so even though you don't have the experience right now it doesn't matter you have what it takes to be better than those guys Absolutely, man. Right? I mean, there's no no doubt in my mind I could do it. Yeah. I just don't know how. It's like anything else. How many things do we come into 
you know, in contact with on a weekly basis, maybe even daily, but let's just say weekly that you're not sure how to manage and you figure it out. That's part of being a man because yeah. you know that it's your responsibility to get this thing figured out and get it done and reach that goal that you've set, whether it's food, whether it's fixing something, whether it's whatever it is, it's your responsibility. There's and, many things that I've done that I have no idea and haven't done before, and I figured it out, or I watched a YouTube video, or asked a whatever. friend. It doesn't matter. You educate yourself, whether it's through connections you have, whether it's through YouTube, which is a connection in a way. Whatever it is, you figure out how to do it, and you provide for your family, whatever it takes. And that's what men do. The principles are the same. It doesn't matter what time frame, what period of, you know, existence you live in, you, the, the principles are the same. Provide, protect. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Provide, absolutely. protect. Really. I mean, there's really no other words you need to put in. Everything falls under those two things. Lead, That's, I guess. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, leading uh, – <clears throat> Is uh, incorporated in providing and protecting, right? Yeah, I think so. It's got to be. I guess I just think of leadership sometimes. There might be things where you're not providing directly or you're not, you know, uh, you're not protecting directly, but you're still leading. You're making tough decisions that you feel are best for your, you know, best in the family's interest. I think back to yeah. <laughs> I think back to you and I and our girls on a snowmobile. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and so we stopped at this uh, crossroads, and we were. <laughs> well, first off, let me let me back this up a little bit. All right, go. So we're on this snowmobiling trip, but like, oh god, Alan here, he's got this map. So we both start with maps. Map of the trails. Map of the trails that were snowmobiling. But by the time we got to this point that he's about to bring up the story, which is one of the funniest moments of my life. <laughs> but like before we got there, this is like halfway through the trip, would you say? Halfway through the snowmobile day? Yeah, I'd say Some, that. Somewhere around there. Yeah. These maps that we each have, you know, I didn't even get mine out because every time we like mine was just in the glove box of the snowmobile, but every time we, you know, we, we pulled the, the map out, like I'd get off my sled, Alan, would get off his sled and we, we'd come together and we'd be like, all right, this is where we're at. This is where we're going. Let's go over here. We're going to get a bite to eat here, have a couple beers here at this, this, this place, you know, 15 miles away from where we started. <laughs> well, his map was a disaster. <laughs> Because he wasn't folding it back up. He was like basically jamming it back in the glove. Have you ever tried to fold a map with gloves on, it's dude? It's terrible. It's a mess. Yeah. No, I'm not I'm not making fun of you, man. I'm I just, I'm just painting a picture of <laughs> this map is like raggedy, all creased up, garbled together. All right. So there you go. That's the backstory. You and I were on separate sleds. We got our girls on the back of us. Right, you know, riding, riding with us in a in a double snowmobile. Right, two snowmobiles. We're in the middle of nowhere in the woods. Right, and on these trails, snowmobile trails that are marked with route numbers and so forth. And we're at a cross crossroads. All right, go ahead. Right, it's a it's probably like a, a four or five crossroad kind of intersection, and and we we're like, okay, where we're we going, and you know, this is where we want to end up, and we we're consulting this. <laughs> this garbled up map. And the girls and are still on the sled. So it's just James and Alan, the two of yeah, us, the like men on feet, on foot, you know, right. next to each other with a map, like 20 feet away from each of our sleds, looking at it. We're looking up and down, talking to each other, pointing. <laughs> yeah, that's where that one comes in. All right, that's 25, whatever, okay, yeah, coming in. Here, that looks like yeah. it's 13. Like we can't go that way. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. We want 27A. I think that's right over here. Do you, do you agree? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's all right. Looks yeah, like yeah. It. Okay. Looks like it. Yep. And we'll swing around and we'll, we'll take the next uh, intersection and then we'll go up there and we'll do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's probably like five, 10 minutes looking at this map, talking to each other, doing whatever, right? And there's video evidence of this because, you know, our girls, you know, they're just so <laughs> supportive and loving and, and you know, they're, they're videotaping right. us next to each other, taking pictures of us doing this. 
Right. And they're, and they're doing that in the sense of like, look at our men, you know, like, uh, they, they're, they're helping. They, they know what they're doing. They're, yeah. they're taking care of business. We're feeling pretty good about ourselves. We're like, all right, all right. Yeah. All right. So oh, we get wow. back, get back to the sleds, right? We're like, all right, we're going <laughs> to go up here. <laughs> So I'm in this trail that we both agreed on after looking at the map, pointing different directions. I'm in the lead. All right. Going up this, this next trail. All right. And James (laughs) is behind me with his girl and we go up and about halfway through it, it starts to turn to the right and it's turning and it's turning and it's turning. Next thing I hear is James's wife laughing and cackling hysterically because this thing was a freaking U-turn and came all the way back. I, I fell <laughs> to off where we sled. were. I fell off my sled. <laughs> I fell off and I was laughing so hard. The reason you didn't hear me is because I was absolutely I couldn't breathe. I was laughing so hard <laughs> that we took this route that we were convinced was the, the the route that we needed to go to where we were going and it was a U-turn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, unbelievable. Oh, that is a classic scenario, man. Yeah. And here's I mean, the reality. Look, We're not yeah. going to tell you guys stories about how manly. I mean, we might once in a while bring up stuff about like, I felt good about this. This was a manly thing. This isn't what we should be doing. We right. nailed it. Right. It felt good. You yeah. know, so that the rest of you out there can feel good about some of those little things. They're important. Yeah. We're also going to share things that make us vulnerable, man. And we, <laughs> we were laughing so hard that we messed that one up. And that's, that's the key here because a lot of other men, I think in similar situation would be pissed and they'd be mad that their, their woman was laughing or they'd be pissed. And they'd also never share it on a podcast. That's for sure. No way. No way. And that's the beauty of this is that, you have to be able to laugh at yourself. I mean, because Definitely. this was just the, we we spent so much time navigating this map, this crinkled up map, and looking at different trails. You go, yep, that's that one, that's that one, yep. and here we go on a freaking U turn. Literally, it was thirty seconds on the trail, and we went right back to where we started. Listen, and for you listeners, all three of you, you know, you may not under, you may not like think it's hilarious, but like. If you, it was unbelievable. It was one of the funniest moments of my life. We both started laughing, you know, hysterically that we that we <laughs> messed that up. Now, after we got done laughing and just like absolutely, I mean, we were exhausted from laughing. When we got done with that, we it was probably like 10, 15 minutes of 15 laughing. 15 minutes rolling on the snow. We were you know, all crazy laughing. Rolling on the ground, having such a good time. We figured it out, found the place we wanted to go, had a nice burger and yeah. a couple beers at this like, you know, right. dive bar out in the middle of nowhere just for snowmobilers. It was incredible. Right. But yeah. just what a memory. <laughs> like I will go to my deathbed with that memory. And it was a great time. Uh, but that's a that's a great point, man. That you bring up is that you know, listen, we're we're here to tell you about men stuff. I mean, everybody makes mistakes. That was a mistake. It wasn't like life or death or anything. It was just hilarious that we yeah. spent so much time trying to figure out what to do, and uh, we didn't get it right. Nope. And that's the point, man. We don't. Sometimes you don't get it right, and it's okay, and you can laugh at it. Yeah, I mean, how many times did like? you know, Thomas Edison mess up the light bulb and let's face it. Light bulbs still suck. You know, like, (laughs) well, here's a story for you. My mom was like, Hey, my, uh, the light bulb in my, uh, oven is, is, is no good. All right, I'll fix it. So I take the uh, light bulb out and I take it to the store with me because I want to make sure I got the right size. Right. Yeah, because there's all sorts of appliance uh, light bulbs and everything. I take it in. I get the exact same size. Bring it back to my mom's house. I'm turning it in. I'm turning it in, fitting it in there. All of a sudden, it lights up. Right. But it wasn't all the way tight yet. It wasn't snug yet. I keep turning it. The light goes out. So I back it up a little bit, like maybe, you know, that that, that sweet spot Half is a, turn little, or something. a little bit less, a turn or so. It won't light up. The freaking thing blew the it blew the incandescent light 
the minute it turned on. So I don't know if there's a short to the actual <laughs> oven or not, but I guess what I'm saying is, you know, here you are trying to help your mom out and just a simple light bulb fix in her oven right. and gone. <laughs> Didn't work. $4 just might as well flush it down the drain. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. There's so many, like, I mean, any pro we've talked about this before and, other projects is like it always takes three to four times the effort and money oh. and time that you want to put into it. Yeah. And you know, I, I think I told you this not too long ago, a couple podcasts ago that I had this spigot outside that I was trying to fix for a long time. And I put it off because I was like, this is going to be a disaster. It's going to be all day, probably an all weekend chore. And literally when I, when I did it, it took me half an hour. Yeah. It's nice when it goes that way, but it almost always goes the other way. Yeah. I was super surprised about that. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. 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 So like now I'm thinking, do I buy another bulb or is there a short in this thing? You know, like, does she really need a light in her oven? I don't know. Was it the right bulb? I mean, the, the perfect bulb. The, it, it was the exact replacement. I read it off the other one. Same wattage, same voltage, everything. And like I said, it lit up when I was like half, when it was half turned in there. Yeah. And I fully turned it. It went off and I, it blew the filament. It wrecked the filament. That's so crazy. I don't, I don't know if maybe I'll try like an LED in there and, and maybe it's not a short there. I don't know. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't even I don't know anything about that kind of stuff. I might stuff, try man. an LED and see how it goes, but I was yeah. like, this is ridiculous. I just <laughs> basically threw $4 down the drain, which isn't a lot, but you start doing that over and over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. That's so funny, man. That is so funny. Trying to help your mom out, you know, and you get wrecked. Dude, speaking of getting wrecked. All right. Uh, just let me talk about real quick. All right. Yeah. The Redskins. Yeah, man. They might be they might be the scrappy uh playoff. And five. <laughs> they got a winning record in a division that is I mean, okay, the Eagles only have one loss. I don't know how many the Cowboys have. Three. Three. I think Giants there's seven and three or eight. Three or four. Two. Four, I think. Giant, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Giants That's have right. four losses, skins have five. So, right. from top to bottom, you're like a few, like it is all winning records in the NFC East. All of yeah, them. it's the best. We're back to being the NFC beast, yeah, again. And then my team, Buffalo Bills, man, yeah, dude, in the division, everyone has a winning record. Everyone, the the seller dwellers are the New England Patriots, which are like. Six and five. I mean, they have a winning record. I'm not sure what it is right now. Everyone has a winning record. NFC East, AFC East. That's amazing, dude. I know. That is amazing. And they're all now, good. It, all of them are good. Dude, the Skins beat the Falcons today, and the Skins <clears throat> got chewed up on the running game by the Falcons, but they, they stopped them. They're at the goal line with, like, uh, I don't know, first and second, you know, end goal kind of thing. If they get, and they're down by six points, so because they missed an extra point earlier in the game, so the it's like, skins oh. in. yeah. So on the next <laughs> on the next play, it was tipped and then intercepted, dude. Oh man, I was jumping around. I couldn't believe it. I bet. So that was not like a. It was not an authoritative win. It was like no, they got through it. Yeah, and it seems like that's what they've been doing, but but it's dude, working. It's the dude, formula. It's working. They're scrappy, man. I love they it. They are scrappy. Yeah. I'm good with it. I think they need to keep Heineke as their starting quarterback and just like yeah. buy into this guy, you know, yeah. and like surround him with talent. And they don't. Is Chase Young even back yet on the defensive line? Well, he was supposed to be back this week, but I don't know if he played today. Honestly, I don't he think so. He might not have. And like here they are going with their without their best defensive player. And you know, Carson Wentz. I mean, who is this guy? What he did he sucks. do? He's he he's sucks. a name. But like he had one good season with the Eagles. They were like they were like six and one with him as the starter as a rookie. And then he got hurt and and 
Nick Foles came in and led him to the Super Bowl and beat he, Foles is weird. He'll have these seasons where he was with the with the Eagles. He comes in after seven games. So back then it was a 16 game season. Played nine games with them. You know, kept them competitive. They got into the playoffs. They got hot in the playoffs. Right. And they beat the Patriots. It was just like this season that you don't – has no makes no sense. This season right. makes no sense. But they go all the way to the playoffs and beat the Patriots, right? And Nick Foles right. gets this huge contract with another team and then he just sucks, right? Right, right. So Wentz got a big contract, a second big contract because – he was six and one as a rookie, led him to six and one, but really he wasn't good. No, he's not that good. He sucks. Dude, I don't I don't know what the Redskins are are thinking about when they do that kind of stuff. They always bring in the big name guy to do something. It has nothing to do with that, man. No. It's got to do with the O-line. It's got to do with some receivers. If you got one or two big guys out there. It doesn't necessarily uh, well, I, matter I, I, what, I get what it. quarterback you have. Yeah, you know I, I mean? get it, though. These teams are looking for, like, they're like, this guy was 6-1 and one with the Eagles, and he's had a couple rough years. He didn't have a good year with the Colts, didn't have a good year, second year with the Eagles. And they're like, maybe a different scenery will bring him back to his 6-1 and one days of his rookie year. But how many times does that actually happen? Almost never happens. Almost never. Yeah. And you know what? He was out because he he hurt his little tiny little finger. Yeah, he's a pussy. Come on, man. Yeah. Heineke's not a pussy. No, he's not. Heineke's a tough little dude. I like that guy. He's been in the league for a long time, you know, bouncing around. These, yeah, and then you see these teams that won't commit to guys like that. And I'm like, commit to that guy and put weapons around him, build a good defense, Yeah, and see what you got. Dude, this guy has so much heart, and he's a he's a baller. He's dude. a baller gamer, man. I love it, <laughs> dude. Oh my god, that's I, cool. I, it's 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 uh, shaping up to be quite a season, and I can't wait to see what happens uh, in the playoffs if we get in and all yeah. that stuff. We got to play the Giants. Um, before well, and guys, after the bye. You guys are seven and five, man. A lot depends on how you play against you know your division. If you I can know. steal a win from the Giants, yeah. Have you played the Cowboys yet? I don't know. I can't remember. I think you guys we did the Cowboys. They beat you. They must have. Yeah, I think so. so. You gotta beat them the second time. Yes. Okay. Beat the Giants, beat the Cowboys. So there's two wins there. And then like Play decent against the rest of your like. I think you're in on a wild card because the rest of the NFC sucks. Brady and Brady and the Bucks lost today. Yeah, to I know. The Browns. So their the division, Browns. they're not getting the wild card. They're only getting the division winner. Okay, and I think they might be ahead of their division right now. Right. Even with that loss to the Browns, but I think it's a losing record actually. Yeah. So they're not getting the wild card. The NFC East is definitely getting the wild card. The question is, is it coming down to the Giants or the Skins? Or the Cowboys? You actually might get both wild cards. You'll get, let's say the Eagles win the division. All right. You could theoretically get Giants and um, Giants and Skins in as the two wild cards. Because the other division is San Fran. Yeah. Seattle, which are both good teams, Arizona is yep. going to be out, and right. the Rams are out. They were three and seven, and they're losing the Chiefs last I checked today. Yeah, so they're not getting the wild card. They're unlikely to get the wild card unless it really is going to come down to Seattle and San Fran winning that division, and then whoever's second in that division are they better and have better wins and better overall wins, but also better conference wins against the third team from the NFC East. That's amazing. And (laughs) so it comes down to, I mean, these next two games for the skin, they're playoff games. They're playoff games. Yes, they are. They play the giants before and after the buy. So it's like two games in a row, two weeks in between. Uh, uh, against they the Giants, win. They have they to have win. win both. If they beat the Giants, they'll move into second place in the NFC East. Then they are yeah. guaranteeing themselves a wild card spot. <sighs> if they lose, 
then it's a question of whether are three teams from the NFC East going to be playoff teams and only the division leader from is it the NFC West that's the 49ers and the Seattle yeah. and them? Okay. Yeah. It then is only the division leader from the NFC West and the NFC Central, which will be like the Bucks or whoever's behind there, Saints or whatever. Are those are they only getting the division leaders as their playoff teams and you're getting three from the NFC East? That would be amazing. They're in and control of their own destiny at this point. But, uh, but check out the skins uh schedule. Giants, giant, giants by giants. And then they put and then they play the 49ers and the Browns Cowboys. Oh my god. That's a hell of a, that's schedule, a schedule, man. They could, lose, a really- they could lose every single one of those games. Yes, they could. Yes, they could. They'd finish seven and ten. It could be. I think the turnaround was the Eagles game last yeah. Monday. They're playing I well was- right now. And, and if they get Chase Young back. Let's say they split those games. So it sounds like they got what five games left. Yeah, something like if that. They split if they win three and lose two, they'll they'll be they'll be ten and seven. That's that's really competitive for a playoff spot. <laughs> yeah, it is, dude. If you guys come out and beat the Giants twice, you've got it. Yeah, we got to beat the Giants both times and the Cowboys. Even if you don't nice. beat the Cowboys, if you beat the Giants twice, you're in second place in the NFC East. That guarantees you a wild card spot. I'm telling you. We got to do it, dude. <sighs> what do the Bills got to do? I'll be re- oh, the Bills, man. They got to win their division. They have to beat all of their divisional appointments. They have to beat the Jets. They have to beat the the Dolphins yep. and the Patriots twice. They got Jets mm. and Dolphins once more each and the Patriots twice. They got to win – Three of those four, if not all four, to win the division. The rest of the season is against division p- opponents? No, they've got Cincinnati, oh. who's okay. not easy. They were in the Super Bowl last year. They yeah. got a winning record. They got Cincinnati. They got the Bears, which Bears aren't an easy win when Justin Fields is playing. He's got no. a lot better. Yeah. So you got the Bears and Cincinnati, and then I think four divisional games. Is that right? Did- Six games? Didn't the Bears destroy That's Dallas? Right. Did they? Who destroyed Dallas a couple of se- a couple of weeks ago? They might have. I think they they held Dallas. Oh, to no, free, no. Uh, free- Green Bay crushed Dallas. Oh, it was Green Bay. That's right. That's it, right. Yeah, the NFL is so crazy, man. Because That's we crushed weird. Green Bay. The Bills crushed Green Bay. Yeah. Dominated them. Right. Dallas got beat by Green Bay. We lost at the last minute to Minnesota. Dallas crushed Minnesota. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. How do you explain all that? I, 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 we don't have time, and it's I don't matchups, know. It's matchups. It's matchups. It's who's hot. It's injuries. It's all those things come to play, and then it's any given Sunday, man. That's what makes the NFL so appealing. You know, I didn't think that I was going to be into the NFL this season, but I am. It's awesome. Well, because your team's doing well. It's hard to be into it when your team is just sucking. I know. I know. I know. And that, that Monday night game against the Eagles, man, that turned it around for me. I'm, and, I'm, in, I'm into it. Well, and here's the other thing, Alan. You know, Go it's ahead. easy to, like, turn your back on the NFL when they get all woke Ugh. and all that crap and they're kneeling for the national anthem, bunch of pussies. But they're not doing that this year. It's not a focus of, no. of the NFL this year. And no. so they've brought back people like you and I who stand up for what's right. And we say, we're not going to watch this crap if you're going to be all woke. Yeah, that's funny. Outside, you know, before this year, they were also very much into the uh, BLM stuff and like putting uh markers on the back of their helmets and at the end zones and they still have those now it's still there but it's not a focus of their their attention but what's hilarious about it is that and now it's weird is that they also like support the military and all this stuff you know you know what you know what i'm saying it's like but but that's that's the whole thing about the woke mob right is like you have to kind of keep them happy but the reality is by keeping them happy and keeping what you're really buying into, which is military and strength and manly men and like supporting nationalism and police in our country and patriotism and all that kind of stuff. If you're going to, you can't do both, but they're trying to like, 
toe the line of keeping everybody happy. That's right. That's right. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a crazy kind of a situation when you have that, I don't know what you call it, dichotomy or something. When you have yeah. two opposing situations or views and they support both. Yeah. And then you alienate both. But let me tell you something. Who's watching football? Manly men. Exactly. Not beta males. Not beta males. No. They're watching they're watching the World Cup. And I guarantee. <laughs> Let me tell you something. All right. They're, that, they're watching, you know. Don't uh, even say it. Don't say hockey. No, I'm not going to say hockey because they're not. They're not watching hockey. They're not they're, watching any sports. You know, they're watching, you know, some like show on Netflix. Yeah. They're watching the whole eye for the gay guy. <laughs> right. They're watching Queer Eye or they're watching. What shows are they watching? I don't even know. Any reality show. (laughs) (laughs) All the reality shows they're watching. Right, right. They're watching. They're flipping back to the, you know, Beverly Hills Housewives (laughs) or whatever. Come on, man. What do you, what's everybody doing? Let's, Let's just, let's just straighten up here and fly right. Okay. Yep. It doesn't make any sense. Let me tell you something. All right. You want a manly sport? Football is a manly sport because regardless of what you think about the rule changes, and I am not a fan. We've talked about this. But football is still. Even despite a, those. Even despite those. Despite those. You got you to gotta have. A, you got to be a, a man. You're getting crushed. It's Look, not it's not like the injuries have gone down despite these new rule changes. They're still the same. In fact, they might even be higher. Dude, try to tackle a running back who's who's six foot two forty coming at you full speed. With tackle four five forty speed. Yeah. Tackle him. Bam. And do it all day long. And then you have defensive players, linemen, linebackers that can run the four or five forty now. <laughs> and they're 330 pounds. Yeah, and they're just crushing you. They're fast. And they're just gonna That's a gonna, manly sport. It is. You know what else is a manly sport? What? Hockey. No. You know why it's a manly sport? Let me let me explain. We got a few minutes left. Let me explain. Yeah, let we me, don't have enough time for this. Let me, let me make my argument. Despite the ice skating aspect, okay? Which is so gay. All right. First of all, if anybody, the three of you listening, if you've been (laughs) ice skating, (laughs) love you three, by the way. You guys are the best. Yeah. But if you've ever been ice skating and you like power down the ice, you know what I mean? Your thighs are burning. You're sweating. It's tough. All right. Do that for two and a half minutes a shift for for three periods. And that's not even including having a stick in your hand and avoiding other people's hits and then hitting people and then being having the skill. The skill level uh, level of hockey is beyond my comprehension, man. You have to admit that. I don't know, man. Dude, I, I struggle with it? hockey. All right, this all right, is James. Ma- all right, what makes and it gay? I'm not. Listen, I let me let me give you my full on view of this because I think that's important. <laughs> all right. I don't hate hockey. I'm just not. I just don't like it. I don't hate it. I don't like it. I wish I liked it because it is kind of manly. Like the guys get their teeth knocked out and they go back out and play. And they're fighting on the ice. It's just, I don't know why it hasn't really grabbed me as something that I love. I think part of it is there's not a ton of scoring. It's a lot like soccer. You know, this World Cup, it's boring to me. It's boring. Yeah, but soccer is scoring. I agree with you that soccer is boring. It can be exciting in clips. I will will give you that. Yeah, but I'm not I'm not watching 90 minutes of soccer. Just like I'm not watching 90 minutes of hockey. It's the same thing. (laughs) They're not scoring enough. All right, listen. Do you have if the games were like 25 to 22, 
and they were just <laughs> ripping goals and knocking each other over. I'd probably freaking love hockey. Have you se- ever seen like a tight? It's one to one. It's a yeah, playoff. It's terrible. It's and then terrible. a goal and a goalie makes this crazy no, it's save. Terrible. It's terrible. Who's your team in the hockey? Who who would you say your team is? I mean, I don't have one, but the two teams I've rooted for in my life have been the Buffalo Sabers because I I'm a I'm a New York guy, Buffalo guy, and they've been terrible. Well, but that's was, that's I, your reason. No, because here's my other team, man. All my, right, my team one A or one B. One A is the Sabers. One B is the New York Rangers. Messier, Leach. Mike Richter, like a great team back in the day, won a championship. Yeah. It's boring, man. You got to score more. Got to score more. It's funny because a buddy of mine today, I was talking to a buddy of mine, and he said, you know, they need to make soccer a little more exciting. There needs to be more scoring. He agreed with me. And he said, when you cross midfield, there should be some sort of a rule where you know, it gives an advantage to the team on offense where like the team on defense has one less player than the team on offense. So maybe in the, you know, maybe the defense has five players and the offense has six players, but essentially he was saying like, if you increased scoring, people would be more interested in soccer. And, and, and I I say the same for hockey, but here's the difference between hockey and soccer. First of all, hockey is way faster. And the and, and there's yep. there's a lot more action going on in hockey, where in soccer it's like it's so boring. They they pass over and then they're running up and then they pass and then they kind of run. Same as hockey, man. No, but it's in hockey everything's fast as hell. It's and, fast, but the end result is the same. But the but it's the same. I, I can't disagree with you there because yeah, the, the, the scoring is low. That's what makes it exciting. It's like, Oh, he saved okay, it. It's, hold on it, went off the, it went off the All iron. Right, oh hold on God. a second. If you were to watch. Okay. So let's say a zero, zero or a one, zero hockey game. You're like, Oh, that's great defense. That would be similar to like a three to nothing football game or a seven to nothing football game. You'd that be would like, suck. That sucked. That yeah, but, sucked. But it's different. You can it's watch not. a ba- you can watch a baseball game that's one to nothing. That's you would different be, because the love might it. have a might have a no hitter. Baseball is not, you can't compare baseball. It's a, it's its own entity. But I I agree with that. But I'm just saying scoring is not the only thing. Like you have it's to watch. Not. You have to watch the whole thing. Like I agree that soccer is boring because there's not a lot of action. Hockey, there's action all the time. It's the same not a lot of thing. You're pushing a guy out of bounds, and then like, okay, <laughs> smacking him on the wall, and then it's like, oh, yes. oh, now the ball, now the puck's down by their end. Oh, now the ball's down by their end. Oh, we'll kick it back up to their end. Oh, we'll get it up there. Oh, they don't get even a shot on the goal. Oh, they don't get a shot on the goal. Oh, we're switching sides. All right. <laughs> It's boring. Oh, dude. It's, it's, uh, soccer should be played on ice. That's what it should be. Yeah, they'd be even more boring. (laughs) All right. We can agree to disagree on that. All right. We'll agree to disagree because, like, let's let the fans make, make the decision. And the NFL is in the U.S. Go ahead. We're only talking about the U.S. right now because we live in the U.S. and U.S. sports is all that matters to you and I. That's right. U.S. What is what is the sport? Baseball. Baseball, maybe it's kind of dropping, man. Isn't it still baseball? baseball? What's baseball worth? Because NFL is worth like ten billion now. Is baseball (sighs) worth that? I think so, dude. What about basketball? I know it's worth so much, but that's because China's pouring all sorts of money to them. So it's essentially not even a U.S. sport anymore, dude. I'm telling you right now, like. Hockey is the least of the four sports as it far is. as popularity. As far as popularity, I'll give you that. Basketball is a close third. I agree. I think it should be football, baseball, basketball, hockey. All right. Here's my. Here's my. Not, not saying that those are my favorites. I'm just no. saying in popularity yes. and all that. Yes. Yeah, here, here's mine. I think it should be baseball, football, hockey. No. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Baseball, hockey, football, basketball. It'll never and happen. It'll never right, happen. Let me, let me never. Let me, Mark my words in my lifetime. It'll never happen. All right. I agree with you, but check this out. 
I'm going to give you one more reason why I like hockey over football. Okay. All right. When you sit down to watch a, a football game and there's all this hype commercial and hype things going on and and they're, they always have a commercial about, you know, some woke thing and all this stuff. Hockey, when it's time to drop the puck, they go, and then they're ready. They're doing it. There's no hype in hockey. I love it, but nobody's watching it. <laughs> You're a fantasy hockey team, dude. No way. I would never do Cause that. Because it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, a couple There's things. Everybody has a fantasy football team, dude. Everybody. <laughs> That's because it's so easy to no, do. It's amazing. It's a great sport. It's the sport in the U.S. Have, we, have you ever done fantasy baseball? Maybe back in the day. I don't do a lot of fantasy stuff because I think it's stupid anyways. But um, <laughs> I mean, who has time? Like I, I got family yeah. to deal with and, and life and career and things to deal with. So I don't do a lot of fantasy stuff. But if I was going to pick any sport to do fantasy, it would be football. There's no question. Yeah. First of all, it's only 17 games. Right. You know, it's way more exciting. It's all on yeah. stats. If and I it's just, weekly. You got a week to figure it out. Yeah, you I've know. done basketball fantasy back in the day. That's fun. Um, baseball fantasy, I, I did it baseball. one year. Yeah, it's tougher because it's a, it's so a different hard. sport. You, you got to be on it every day. Different sport every day. They play so many games. There's relief pitchers. There's starters. There's you know, it, it's way more involved. People getting hurt. People getting yeah. benched. You know, there's traded. No fantasy hockey because it's it's just not fun. <laughs> it's because it's too fast for you, man. Nah, it's too, it's too like ridiculous. It's not <laughs> exciting enough. All right, I'll tell you anyways, what. Let me just go real quick. Sorry, right, go thing ahead. That I the, I have this really big problem because I love the idea of hockey. It's tough yep. men competing. I love exactly. That. Yes, it's tough men com- competing, but it's boring to me. Like I wish, I wish it wasn't because I'm like, it's these guys that I think are manly men and tough, but I, I just don't think it's an exciting sport. That's just a personal opinion. I, you know, there's lots of people, millions of people out there that would disagree with me. It's just (laughs) not. And again, I never played hockey. That probably would have changed my view of it too. That's so funny, man. I would love to get you into hockey, man, because we would have such a good time talking about hockey and following it. And especially because, you know, football season ends in, in beginning of February or whatever. And then you got, and then you got baseball starting up in April or whatever. And nobody really cares about baseball until like after the all-star break anyway, really. Yeah. But that during that period between February and June, you got hockey. And then you know what to make hockey exciting. Go ahead. Is if they played 20 games. Can you they imagine? Play, they play like 80 games. Yeah. Like basketball. Basketball is 82 games. Can you imagine if you shorten basketball and hockey to 20 games and it really friggin' that's the difference with the NFL. And I know that it's because it's such a barbaric sport that they can't play more games than that. Because yeah, you so can't. Injuries. There's no if way. If you cut down basketball and hockey, I bet you could get into basketball if it was 20 games. Yeah, because every game counts. Every game counts. They're playing like even 30 games. 30. Because it's not as rough. Even hockey and basketball, they're not as rough as football. So let's say 30 games, every game matters. Yeah. You can't you can't go on a five-game losing streak. You're out. How about cutting the, the uh, games in half even? 40 games. 40 game season. Start with that. It'll never happen because they make so much off tickets for every single game. They want to add games, let alone take away game, take away games. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Dude, I'm going to work on you, man, because I think, I think we, I think we could add a sport to our repertoire, man. It's not going to happen, man. (laughs) 
as much <laughs> as the manliness is there, the Dude. the draw of the sport is just not there. It's on. I can't believe that. I'm. It's there. It's like figure skaters out there, man. I just can't do it. <laughs> I am shocked. If the I'm games were like nine to seven, I might be able to do it. Might some games are. Some games are like not six nothing often. or whatever, but yeah, not very often. You're right. You're right. And, and you're definitely three 20 minute periods, which are like long. It's one to zero, two to zero. <laughs> oh, dude. Uh, Football is its own thing, man. It's just amazing. Yeah. And, and even and watching baseball is its own thing, too. So it's a, two. You can't compare the two. You, you really can't. Can. Yeah. In yeah. basketball back in the day when you actually had defense, like in the Jordan Bird Magic era, yeah, totally different. Right. Not in this woke LeBron era where they all like kneel for the national anthem. That's totally different. They don't play defense. It's all right. about just chucking the ball up from three-point range. It's not the same. It's not the same. Wow. Man. All right. Well, I'll work on it for you, man. All right. All right. All right, so maybe we should wrap it up this week. Yeah, sounds good, man. And uh, we'll um, we'll come back next week and we'll talk about more stuff. We don't even know what we're talking about, but this is what we've been well, talking this about. This is what we're talking about. This is what we've been talking what about. You got out there, you three people. What's what are you passionate about? All right, there's three of you. Bring it to us. All this right, is what, what we've been talking at gmail.com. This is what we have been talking at gmail.com. Give me 30% return. One of you. (laughs) Please. Just one of you email us. Come on. (laughs) For crying out loud, we're busting our humps out here. Yeah, come on now. (laughs) All right. Until then, listen, hope you all had a good Thanksgiving. uh, And, uh, you know, we'll touch base next week. Heading into the holiday season. Merry Christmas. And we'll talk next week, guys. Yeah. Uh, James, good to see you, man. Good to talk to you as usual. All right, man. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.